Dr. Katherine Lennox with Lennox Veterinary Nutrition Consulting, and today we're going to talk about the step-by-step -step basic approach to the obese patient. With obese patients, prevention is key. However, with pet obesity on the rise, we all need a plan for obese patients. This step-by-step -step guide is designed for management of the basic obese patient. And by basic, I mean the dog or cat does not have any concurrent health issues that need to be addressed, and the dog or cat is not already consuming a very low number of calories. Obese patients with systemic diseases, including things like adverse food reactions, diabetes, or renal disease, could potentially be managed differently. Patients who are obese but are already consuming a low number of calories, I call them the easy keepers, are also more complicated and would require additional diagnostics such as thyroid testing and also rechecking the dietary history with the owner, evaluation of the activity plan, and a potential consult with a board-certified veterinary nutritionist to ensure adequate nutrient composition of the chosen diet and plan. For step number one, take a thorough dietary history. This includes not only the type of food fed with the amount and frequency, but also treats, table scraps, human foods, foods for medication administration, dietary supplements, foods used for training purposes, anything the dog or cat could get into, including other pets' food, and anything else the pet may be eating on a regular basis. Try to estimate calories consumed as best as possible. Calorie information on many diets can be found on the packaging or in the company product guides on the company's website or by calling the manufacturer. Step number two, body condition score and muscle condition score should be assessed on all patients and ideal weight should be calculated. Body condition score is a subjective assessment of cutaneous fat mass and is generally on a scale of one to nine with one being emaciated and nine being obese. Four to five out of nine is ideal for most patients with emphasis on making pets leaner if there is a presence of joint disease or neurologic disease. Muscle condition score describes the lean muscle mass and can be assessed by palpating over the spine to palpate the apaxial muscles, palpating over the scapula, the hips, and the hind limbs. Body condition and muscle condition score charts can be found along with other nutrition resources on the Wasava Nutrition Toolkit. Ideal weight is best estimated in one of two ways. The first way is based off historical weight or by asking the owner if the pet looked normal at a specific weight. This doesn't always work. So I use a calculation, which will be in the blog, keeping in mind that each point on the 9-point BCS scale is equivalent to approximately 10% of body weight. This is always an estimation and the patient should be monitored frequently to ensure that the plan is going well. Step number three, calculate resting energy requirements for ideal weight. Use the body weight in kilograms for the following formula, RER, or resting energy requirements, equals 70 times the ideal body weight to the 0.75 power. For example, a dog who is 10 kilograms who should weigh 7.7 kilograms with a BCS of 8 out of 9, resting energy requirements would be 70 times 7.7 to the 0.75 power, equals 324 kcals per day. Step number four, compare current intake to estimated energy requirements. So some cases are really complicated. For dogs consuming less than RER times one, you would want to check the thyroid levels. You would want to recheck the dietary history, increase activity, and potentially consult with a nutritionist. For cats already consuming less than 0.8 times RER for ideal weight, you want to follow the same steps. Recheck diet history, discuss environmental enrichment, 
potentially consult with a board-certified veterinary nutritionist. For these complicated cases, severe caloric restriction can result in nutritional inadequacy, so it's best to consult with someone who can ensure that there are no nutrient deficiencies in the final plan. For easier cases, if the dog or cat is already consuming greater than RER times 1, you can continue with step 5, which is selecting a diet and feeding plan and including treat options for dogs and some cats. Treat calories should be less than 10% of total kcals, and the remaining kcals should come from preferably a therapeutic weight loss diet if possible. Therapeutic weight loss diets are higher in protein and in other nutrients and help avoid nutrient restriction despite caloric restriction. It's always best to ensure that there is adequate protein in the chosen diet. Protein can help maintain lean muscle mass, can help with tissue function, and it's very important, obviously. So dogs should receive approximately one gram of protein per pound of current body weight, and cats should receive approximately two grams of protein per pound of current body weight. That's the starting body weight, not ideal. If the pet has concurrent health problems, there are other options. If you need severe caloric restriction for weight loss, it's best to consult with a veterinary nutritionist for these cases. In some of these cases, I'll use homemade diets who are obese but have other nutritional issues. Step number six, the final step you're going to reassess the patient. So monitoring is really important. Patients should lose 0.5 to 2% of starting body weight per week. I try to give my clients a schedule. For example, it'll take up to X number of months to achieve ideal weight. So they know what to expect and they don't get frustrated if it's going slow. I recommend checking patients' body weights every two weeks until they establish a weight loss trend. That is, they're not losing too quickly or too slowly. After the weight loss trend has been established, the weight can be checked every two to four weeks. If the plan needs to be adjusted, I usually decrease or increase in increments of 5 to 10% of total calories. Make sure you reduce treat calories if you do that, but never eliminate treats entirely if possible. I have the best luck with compliance if I include controlled treat options in a weight loss plan. Thanks for joining us today. 